Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have a great guest on, and we're gonna talk about this guest's business. But as we do in all the interviews, we definitely like to dive into, you know, what was the story behind the business? Because a lot of times people get this misconception about, you know, entrepreneurship is just this glamorous thing. And they don't always really understand, you know, the story and the background that goes into, you know, these great companies that you see. So I'm excited about having Wiley Robinson on to talk about his business, Rumple, and to talk about, you know, his recent exciting experience with, you know, pitching his business on Shark Tank. So welcome to the show, Wiley. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into your business about Rumple and, you know, what the business is up to now, you know, what was your background before starting Rumple? Uh, before starting Rumpel, I was working in a variety of creative fields. So my educational background is in architecture. Um, I got a degree in architecture and uh, after graduating, worked for uh, an illustration company where we would design and illustrate architectural renderings for uh, essentially for developers. Um, so if you can imagine, you know, a construction site generally on the chain link fence outside of that project, there's like a rendering of of the mature project with shoppers walking around and things like that. So we would create those assets. Um, and then from there, I got a job at a branding agency and uh, worked there for about four and a half years. That was called Landor Associates. And um, that, that has been the most influential step in my professional journey for sure. Um, that's where I really saw sort of the ins and outs of a, of a big major branding agency and carried a lot of those learnings into Rumpel. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I guess, was there anything about, you know, going from, you know, the architectural construction field going into branding? Like, was there something that kind of triggered that or, you know, was it just, you know, the, a great opportunity opened up? Um, yeah, I, I think it wasn't anything specific that triggered it, more just a um, just sort of a journey where I, I started to realize that, you know, architects are really overworked and underpaid. <laughs> Um, it's very technical uh, when you get into the actual profession of architecture. Um, school is, is much more conceptual and uh, it feels a little bit more like art. And when you get into the actual profession, it gets very, very technical. Um, and, you know, it, it's not as, I don't want to say it's not as creative an environment, but um, you need to just deal with the realities of construction and physics uh, a lot more than you would have to in, you know, more of a, of a creative field like branding or, um, or graphic design or anything like that. So I, I kind of just migrated more towards the art side of the business. Um, and for me that, that, you know, kind of intersected with real world application in branding. You know, there's still a lot of strategy and a lot of thought that went behind it, but you could still be really creative and, and whimsical on a day-to-day -day basis with what you were doing at work. Gotcha. Awesome. So what was it that started to spark the idea of, you know, going from the, you know, leveraging the branding and going with Rumpel? Uh, well, the, the origin story of the product, I'll call it the product first, and then I'll kind of talk about how it evolved into a brand was I was on a ski trip with a really good friend of mine um, in 2012, and we were sleeping in the car, getting ready to go skiing the next morning and woke up the next morning and the car was completely frozen. Wow. Um, so we couldn't, yeah, couldn't, couldn't turn the car on. Um, we were, we were stuck, you know, a few miles away from anywhere where we could get help, no cell phone service. And so what we had to do is just climb into our sleeping bags and wait for somebody to show up. Uh, wow. And despite being in this, you know, kind of borderline scary situation, um, we were quite comfortable in the sleeping bags. And that was because the materials and the insulation were so effective and kept us so comfortable 
And we started talking about how, you know, despite being in this situation, we were actually pretty happy. And uh, that was because of these materials. So we decided when we got out of there that we wanted to make a sleeping bag blanket um, when, we, when we got back home. And that's what we did. We eventually got out of that situation. And, and when we, we were living in San Francisco at the time. When we got back up to San Francisco, we uh, went to a fabric store and picked up some ripstop nylon and some really basic uh, insulation, you know, puffy insulation, and sewed up the first two what would be rumple blankets. Um, and that was kind of the end of it. There wasn't really a whole plan to build this business out of, out of this idea. Um, but you know, we had these products for a couple of months and some of our friends told us that they were, that they would also like these things and they thought they were a good idea. Um, and, and we decided, you know, let's give a Kickstarter a try. Kickstarter at the time, this is like, you know, 2013 Kickstarter was really kind of becoming press worthy. You know, a lot of campaigns were generating, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in pre-orders and it's really low cost to do something like that. Um, so we said, okay, let's, let's give it a shot and do a Kickstarter. And we ended up raising about a quarter million dollars in 30 days for this product. Um, and I don't think it was really until that happened that we realized that this could be a company and a, and a bigger brand. Um, and what we started realizing while the Kickstarter campaign was, was going really well is that blankets as a, as a category, speaking broadly about them as a category, uh, really haven't undergone any upgrades in like hundreds of years. I mean, there's some of the oldest, some of the oldest textiles ever discovered by humans are in fact blankets um, and just really primitive old blankets. But despite the fact that they've been around for so long, the blankets you buy today are pretty much the same one your grandmother would have bought. And, uh, you know, they're made out of wool and cotton and natural fibers. And we've seen this big revolution in textiles happening in outdoor gear and athletic apparel with these incredible, incredible performance materials that are perfectly suited to be used on a blanket. And so we decided let's take some of the technology that's being developed in apparel and flow some of those, those uh, benefits and performance features into this category of blankets. And that's sort of the big idea for Rumpel is to kind of upgrade this category using performance materials. I mean, yeah, I think that that's an amazing story. I mean, especially when you think about, you know, entrepreneurs that develop a business, because sometimes when you hear the story of entrepreneurs, like they came up with this business, this idea, this product, and they were just like, hey, we're just going to go build the business. And they run into these roadblocks because they're not let, not really listening to the market and hearing what they're demanding. But it sounds mm -hmm. like you guys did a great job of like really the market told you, hey, there's a demand for this. And then you guys really started really, you know, taking it to the next level. So what has that journey been like? I mean, with building, you know, formalizing a business around this mission, this idea and this product, what has that journey been like? Well, it's definitely helped a lot to really crystallize the mission. Um, you know, every, every entrepreneur I talk to that's got sort of a new business idea, they're aperture for what they think the business can be is always really broad. And when you're, when you're starting out, there's so many decisions you have to make. Some of them are really big decisions. Some of them are really small decisions, but you're making hundreds of them a day. And the more you can sharpen that mission, the fewer decisions you have to make, or those decisions you have to make will just become much more clear. And so I, I would say that, um, it's just really important to focus that mission. And uh, I think it's been really helpful for Rumpel because, you know, in the early days we thought, all right, well, we can make all sorts of stuff. We can make 
chairs and we can make, you know, it was just like so broad that, that really honing in on that blanket category specifically has just allowed us to answer our own questions much more quickly. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, one of the experiences that a lot of people, you know, think about is, you know, how to get the messaging right for that business. Like you talked about, you know, getting that, that, that mission clear and, you know, getting the messaging right. And, you know, recently, you know, you're, you're on Shark Tank pitching your business. What was that experience like? I mean, with now it's like, hey, now I have to get my messaging right for a pitch. What was that experience like? Well, the Shark Tank experience specifically was unlike any other pitch I've ever given. So, so Rumble is a venture-backed company, so I've had to do quite a bit of pitching to you know investors in the past, um, and it's all been way different than that Shark Tank experience. I mean, the Shark Tank one, it's like the pitch you see the entrepreneurs come out and do. That's all very much rehearsed, right? Like you have a you have a script and you're reading you know about thirty seconds to a minute of a pitch not in front of you, there's no teleprompter or everything or anything you haven't memorized, but that part of it is, is scripted and rehearsed immediately after that, it just becomes chaos and <laughs> nothing is scripted. And you're really just like managing a conversation between the sharks. Like they're, t- they're talking and arguing and yelling amongst each other. And you're kind of, you know, stopping some of them and, and letting some others talk. And it's just this conversation management exercise. Um, but the pitch itself for shark tank, was just in addition to being sort of chaotic after the rehearsed part stopped, it was just way different than, than the other pitches I've given from the perspective of it was way less focused on the future and what the company could be and how growth was, was going to go and way more about historical results. Um, and, and you see this on every episode, you know, like when I pitched to, to other, like whatever quote, normal investors, um, they're focused on what the future growth plans are for the company and what the company can become. They're sort of investing in that future vision. With Shark Tank, it was all about like, how much have you sold? This is what your company's worth because this is what you've done in the past. And it was just a a much more interesting, uh, not more interesting. It was an interesting way to talk about the business because frankly, I think the future of Rumpel in, you know, is much more interesting than in the past. And, um, we were just kind of focused on the past the whole time. And it was, it was a, a tougher conversation to have because I get inspired about the future of the business. And so talking specifically about the past was, uh, was not as engaging of a conversation as some of the other ones I've had with other investors, I think. Awesome. Awesome. Now, when you talk about, you know, the, the, the future of Rumpel, you know, when you think about what does the future of Rumpel look like? What are some of the aspirations that you have? Sure. So right now we're very much rooted in the outdoors. Our, our products are largely used for camping and outdoor activities. And what we're starting to do and starting to look at is how those products can either come closer to the home, you know, backyard, patio, and eventually make their way into the home. You know, obviously the bigger market opportunity for blankets is in the home. Um, and we think that using our background in the outdoor industry and our expertise in textiles, performance textiles that we've garnered from that experience will really be able to be leveraged in creating home products that use performance textiles. You know, you, you can trust the expertise of a brand that spent so much time in the outdoors building product with these performance materials. So that's the bigger picture for Rumpel is to actually kind of move more into the home actually. 
Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So when you think about, you know, the, the product now and you think about, you know, the customers that have had interactions with it, what's some of the feedback that people usually give you about, you know, the product experience and the experience with Rumpel? So it's a really familiar experience for people. They're, they may not have tried a product like this, but in most cases, they've either tried a sleeping bag or they've tried like a puffer jacket and they're familiar with those materials. So when they get the product and they drape it over them, it's kind of like, oh, this is, this is exactly what I would expect. You know, it feels exactly the way that it, that it looks like it would feel. And um, generally they're, they're surprised by how warm and light the product is. Um, just the versatility, I think, is, is something that generally catches people off guard. And that's, that's what these materials do for the product, right? Like they allow it to go outside and shed pine needles or leaves or whatever off of it if you use it for a picnic. And then if you want to bring it back and use it on your patio in your backyard or something, it, it looks just as good as new. And it's just really easy and versatile to carry around with you. Awesome. Awesome. So if people are interested in, you know, getting their own Rumpel products. Where can they find you guys online or on social media? So Rumpel.com is, is probably the easiest place to point people. Um, that's R-U-M-P-L.com. Uh, additionally, online, we're sold through REI, Backcountry, Nordstrom, uh, Amazon. Um, and then our social handle is GoRumpel. So at G-O-R-U-M-P-L. And that's pretty much across all platforms. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, one question I always like to ask every guest that comes on is, you know, when you think about, you know, your journey of where you've been and you think about what you're doing now and, you know, what the future looks like for your organization and as an entrepreneur, you know, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other entrepreneurs? So the first one we kind of touched on a little bit, and that is just to really focus your mission. Um, and, the more you can focus, not only your mission, but what you're trying to accomplish. So maybe your, your weekly goal or your monthly goal. I mean, you can really whittle it down to like what you do day to day, actually, and make sure you really clearly clarify what it is you're trying to accomplish that day, that week, that month, that year, you know, the lifespan of the company, it can, it can extend forward and backward, but clearly defining goals is really important because as I mentioned, like there's just so many things you have to be focused on as an entrepreneur in the beginning, especially that the, the more you can whittle that down, the, the better you'll be at achieving that specific goal. So that would be the first one. Um, the second one I would say is really trust instincts. Um, you know, there's a reason why you started the business. There's a reason why you had the guts to go out and do it. And um, that's something that, you know, I, I, in my early days was like of the mindset that I always needed people to come in and help me do things because I didn't know how to do anything. I always thought that I wanted more experienced people to come in and kind of show me the way. And what I've realized after either hiring or working with a number of people that have more experience is that the, the instincts you bring to the table as an entrepreneur are actually really valuable. And sometimes the way that other people do it or the way that, you know, a more experienced person might suggest you do it isn't necessarily right for your business. So just really trust in your instincts because, they're, they're special. And that's what's allowed you to be an entrepreneur. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Wiley, thank you so much for coming on the show, you know, sharing your journey. Um, definitely, we'll include some links so people can follow the Rumpel story, get their personalized, their, their Rumpel products in their home or whether they're out camping or, you know, and also just to keep an eye on where you guys are going. Um, very exciting journey. So thank you for coming on the show. 
Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.